0: Welcome to Pricing After Dark, the podcast in which an economist answers pricing questions from business owners, product managers, and freelancers just like you. Today's question is as follows. I was listening to a business podcast, and the host said that there is a standard ratio between what a consultant can charge and what his client earns as a result of his advice. Unfortunately, I didn't hear him say what this ratio should be. Does 6 to 1 sound about right to you? I've also heard whispers of a mythical ratio that can be used by consultants to price their services. Unfortunately, you're forcing me to be the bearer of bad news. The world of pricing is not so simple. The truth is that no such ratio can or does exist. Here are a few reasons why. There often isn't an objective measure of return on investment. Some consultants have it easy. An engineer might be able to point to a 10% reduction in a factory's defect rate, Or doubling of its throughput. Other consultants aren't so lucky. How would one calculate the ROI from a political advisor, a psychologist, or an interior decorator? We could hire a dozen economists to estimate the ROI of each and still find ourselves without a definitive answer. Sure, a consultant could still devise a ratio based upon his client's subjective measures of value delivered, but a consultant who relies upon his clients to determine his own worth may have bigger issues to deal with. Also, risk cannot be ignored. As a general rule, buyers don't like to accept risks. As their risk of loss increases, they'll tend to demand higher and higher risk premiums. If two consultants promise the same ROI, but one requires consumers to knowingly accept significant degrees of risk, the other will likely enjoy higher degrees of pricing power. It should be noted that it's not just a matter of actual risk. Even apparent risk can have quite the effect upon a consultant's earning potential. Sometimes guarantees, warranties, and contractual agreements can cause clients to feel safer and thus willing to accept higher prices. By the way, did you know that ROI doesn't always matter? It may seem like heresy for me to admit, but sometimes ROI isn't a driving force behind purchasing decisions. We've all heard that businesses are supposedly driven by an unrelenting focus on returns. This seeming pearl of wisdom doesn't always hold true. Many businesses and individuals spend considerable sums on products and services with negative ROIs. Consider insurance. Whether one realizes it or not, buying insurance is almost always a losing proposition. The vast majority of customers spend more for their policies than they ever hope to collect. This isn't to say that insurance is a bad idea. It limits the damage caused by relatively rare outcomes. Many consultants do, in fact, provide a form of insurance. Their offerings aren't intended to increase ROIs so much as to help protect against worst-case scenarios. And I'm sure you know that competition does matter. Some markets are far more competitive than others. A statistician specializing in biomedical research would likely find himself vying against fewer competitors than would a person who offers general IT support. One of the fundamental concepts behind modern economics is that larger pools of suppliers tend to drive prices down, as each attempts to underbid his competitors. Unless a consultant is perceived as fundamentally more desirable than, or differentiated from, other vendors, he will have to take his competitors' pricing into account. Opportunity cost is also important to take into consideration. Customers are often presented with a wide variety of opportunities, including the one that is most often forgotten, doing nothing at all. A firm that is hemorrhaging money due to financial mismanagement will likely find it makes far more sense to spend money on an accountant rather than on a marketing expert unless his price is significantly low. And finally, I'd like to point out that time horizons matter too. Although I'm not a financial advisor, I'm willing to make the following offer. I will guarantee, in writing, that my firm can triple the value of any investment. Sounds good, right? Hold up, the devil is in the details. While many investment advisors talk about time ranges in terms of years, I don't. My offer covers a period of 110,000 years and an annual interest rate of 0.001%. Are you still interested? I'm providing an excellent return on investment. Okay, my example may be a little extreme, but it demonstrates an important point. ROI isn't just a number. The longer it takes for returns to be received, the lower the value of those returns. Rules that always work in pricing are quite rare. Even the most fundamental laws of supply and demand, considered by many to be the central tenets of capitalist economics, don't hold true in every case. There are a multitude of factors that go into pricing. Don't listen to the siren's call of a magical ratio that will work in every case. Such thinking has led and will continue to lead to ruin for those foolish enough to accept it as gospel. Thanks for listening to Pricing After Dark. If you'd like to learn more about pricing, monetization, and how your business can improve its profits, head over to my website at taprun.com. You can subscribe to my free email course, read through my writings, and even contact me for a consult.